what is the barrier? Maybe it's not what you were thinking. And once you really know what a patient is, like what a patient's barrier is, you can much better help them get to a, a win-win situation where, you know, you as a dentist, you as the treatment coordinator, whoever, gets the gets the agreement from the patient, but also the patient feels heard. Uh, the person doesn't have to be necessarily a patient. And they also... Um, all right, we're able to understand so we can get to a place where we do move forward. So moving forward can only occur with true mutual understanding and that takes a little bit of time to dig for the real barrier. Welcome to the Truth About Dentistry podcast. I am Dr. Peggy Bound, a successful solo dental practice owner in St. John, New Brunswick. After years of figuring out how I wanted to practice, I now run a fully digital clinic providing my own brand of dentistry on my own terms. It wasn't easy and I'm still learning, but I know I have so much knowledge to share. This podcast is created to help inspire young dentists or anyone looking to transition to a more digital practice. I aim to give you actionable step-by-step strategies to help you navigate the modern dentistry landscape. If you're looking to become more digital, improve your skills, or even have a more profitable practice, then this podcast is for you. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. It is now January the 6th, old Christmas day. If you, anyone's familiar with that, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But yeah, it's already January. And yes, I did take a little hiatus when we, um, once we went to Vancouver for our Modern Dentist event, which was really fun, uh, super excited. And everybody seemed to, you know, really enjoy it. So including my team, which I brought with me, and that was just lovely, of course, and getting up with the sun. Oh, and looking over the Pacific, it was pretty awesome. So I really, it was nice to have a little break and uh, hopefully you didn't think that I had left you all together. It is always a lot of work, a little bit of work anyway, to prepare for podcasts and like anyone who's ever done any of that, to do it consistently is hard sometimes. But I would think I was doing a pretty good job up until the time of the modern dentist event. So now that we're back, it's a new year. I've had three new three days in the clinic and now I'm here it's Friday and I'm like you know what I think it's time to report record a new podcast so here we are so I hope you all had a wonderful uh, Christmas and and holiday and it kind of gets back to everyone needs a break once in a while and everyone looks back at like hey what did I accomplish last year did we did did I am I looking forward to this year more than I you know more than I realized uh, last year was maybe like had its ups and downs. We don't always want to relive last year, but there's always a lot of good things. And a lot of times there's lessons to be learned and you're like, okay, how did I grow in 2022? How did I really, um, you know, evolve and what, what really came out of it that I can take into 2023, take the good bits, let the cream rise to the cream, rise to the the top, I guess I was going to say the crop. And, um, and really share that with you. So that was what I was thinking I would do today. And, you know, this year it's, it's really exciting. I have some, you know, new things happening that I want to share with you going on in the clinic. And, uh, and so it's going to be a lot of that. But for right now, I think it's a really good idea to maybe just like share with you in a fun way, of course, some of the things that I think I learned in 2022. All right. So the first thing that I would have to say 
was good and bad. <laughs> I had said I had not had COVID up until uh, February of 2022. And I was thinking, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm not going to get COVID. And then it hit me. And it hit my associate at the same time. It was sort of funny because we joked. We said, listen, it's, we're probably, long as we don't both get COVID, if we get COVID, like we'll be okay. But as long as we don't get it at the same time. Well, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so I think that, um, you know, that was the first shock. But that wasn't the lesson that I learned. The lesson that I learned was when you're feeling really crappy, it's probably a good idea to not make big decisions. <laughs> um, up until that point, I had I had uh, grown my hair out. Now for me, it takes me forever to grow my hair. I don't know what it is about my hair. It just grows very slowly. And my myself and my kids were kind of just quarantined in the house. And I was just feeling like crap, like not even so much like sick from COVID. I just felt like the wind had just been taken out of my sails, right? So my daughter, who's quite creative, she colors her own hair. She's 14 now, but she colors her own hair. She cuts her own hair. She never blow dries her hair. She has more confidence than 10 people put together. So, and she had been like playing around with, you know, like trimming the dog's hair. And I'm like, you know what, Abby? I'm really tired of this long hair. Like, can you just like give me a little trim? I couldn't get to see my hairdresser. I was like, you know, let's, let's just do it, Abby. And by the way, also put some pink in it because I feel, I'm feeling like I just want some color. I just felt like crap and it just needed, I needed something. And I said, you know, I had had short hair before. Won't be that bad. So I got the scissors and I let her cut it and I let her cut it and I let her cut it. And she just kept cutting it. Oh my God. Anyway, it got very short. <laughs> if you noticed, if anybody saw me, at the first Modern Dentist event, which was, of course, in Halifax in March, just a couple of weeks later, I was like pink in my hair and very short hair. Not the best cut I've ever had. However, I'll give Abby some credit. It wasn't like too, too bad. And I felt a little better. So I guess in the short term, it was good. But in the long term, I was like, why did I do that? Here I go again, right? So, you know, a lot of times we, we have to slow down. We're, we're not feeling good but to make a decision when we're not feeling good. So maybe even it's, if it's in the moment, you know, you're having a bad day, like don't make a decision to, I don't know, fire someone. Don't make a decision to buy something. Although I've done that too. Uh, don't make too many decisions that could be regretful. It's better to wait until you're feeling good. And when you're feeling good, you're more likely to make a good decision that's going to be kind of like sit with you a lot better, a lot longer. So that's the first one. The second thing that I really learned that is good, really good, is that spontaneous decisions are sometimes the best. They're sometimes like, I would think of like nature's way or the universe's way of sending us a little message, getting us excited about something, but then really act on it uh, means you probably should. You wouldn't have had that idea if, you, you know, if it wasn't really meant to be something that you should contemplate. And then to do it, except for, you know, like jumping off a bridge or something, don't do that. Uh, spontaneous decision to, you know, do something fun is probably best not overthought. And, uh, and so the example I give that happened to me last year was, I think it was like, was it in this week, I think, of last year? First or second week of January. And I was like, you know what? 
I don't know what I'm going to do with March break. Like March break, I got to figure out, like we weren't, we didn't have book to go somewhere like as a family. Um, my sister lives in Halifax and I thought, you know what? What if I held like a CE event in Halifax and I brought my kids and I rented this big house and the kids could have their friends with them and I could do the event. Like I just like pop over to the hotel, give the conference and then hang out with them. I don't know. It's just kind of what I was thinking. Again, sometimes, right? But it really was a good decision because it really didn't give anybody the choice. I said, Quincy, come on, let's just, we can do this. Well, we only had, and it was still, everybody was so sick last winter. Uh, we, we only had a few weeks to market it. We, we contacted, of course, our uh, Invisalign uh, territory manager and a few other people that we knew in the industry. And we're like, listen, can you get the word out? We personally uh, emailed and called like as many dentists as we could and we figured, okay, mostly only dentists in Atlantic Canada will come. We did, we got some Atlantic, we got some from Newfoundland, Nova Scotia and uh, no one from New Brunswick, I don't think, but we did even get a doctor from Toronto. So we've now made great connections and we have this relationship with these doctors that I never would have had before. And I, and in the end, my kids did have a lot of fun, by the way. Uh, we, we, we ran an Airbnb. I, the morning, the first morning after we got there, it had just fallen like fresh snow. And I had this amazing, amazing walk through uh, one of the parks there in Halifax, in the south end of Halifax. So, you know, it's just none of that would have happened if I hadn't had this like crazy idea that I did get the support from my team. So thank you, Quincy, uh, especially Quincy <laughs> and Patricia and my family and everyone who was like, okay, you want to do what? Um, yeah. So we did that. And uh, that was, if you follow my story at all, that was one of the times when we did drive down to Halifax and we almost ran out of uh, battery. <laughs> that was a whole nother planning. So that's going to be one of my other points. But, you know... <laughs> Be spontaneous, but try to have a plan. So that's number two. Number three, go to dinner with new and cool, well, cool, depending on how you deem them, um, different people. Someone suggests that they're coming to visit your town or they're coming by, like do try to make the effort to go to dinner and hang out and experience and be around different people. When you do, I promise you, a lot will come out of that. You will be like, you know, you're almost like, Again, if someone from, from somewhere else, you, you want to see your city and your, you talk about your work and you talk about your life in a new and fresh way. You, you don't talk to someone you've known forever like that. I mean, again, those are also good dinner conversations with someone you've been with forever. But when someone's new and, they're, they're, and you, know, you want to share with them like what's exciting, you start to realize the thing, cool things that are in your life and that you can also then do bigger things. So the example I'm going to use is actually our, um, we started using this product called AVO, which is an ultrasound device that helps accelerate our Invisalign. So if anybody wants any information on AVO, please let me know. We've incorporated it with all of our Invisalign cases and allows our patients to have acceleration without me having to, you know, do the, the uh, microosteoperforation. So really great, uh, Chris Cito, he is the, I'm going to get this wrong, but he's the vice president of Smile Sonica, Avo, I, I, Chris, forgive me, but he was on the podcast. There is an episode where we talk about Avo, and so he came down. He had never been out west or Udis. <laughs> He's from out west, and he had never been here. So we wanted to show him around, and then we went to dinner, and then brought my team, and we really just came up with this these other ideas, and we really brainstormed, and we had a lot of fun. So again, 
someone suggests uh, something new and different, just go for it. And like great things can come out of that. And so, you know, that's number three. Number four is uh, we learned a lot about sales this year. We really increased and boosted like our case acceptance. So we're doing much better with that. And, you know, just learning from some people who've been in the industry a long time is always a good idea. And one of the key things that I think we realized, and I also realized this like when I'm working with a patient, like just one-on-one and I'm not talking about, you know, actually the selling of the product, but if a patient's acting different or if a patient's like objecting to a certain treatment or the cost or whatever it is, it's all still negotiation, right? It's kind of like sales. And you really, the key thing I guess I want to, to say here that I want you to know about is that when you really identify the barrier, so you can get in your head, you think that it's just that they're just not a nice person or that they're nervous or that they think that the cost the cost is too high. Whatever it is that you're negotiating or whatever it is you're trying to get from the patient or, or person that you're dealing with, um, it may not be that. So asking a lot more questions and really digging until you get to the real barrier. Like what is the barrier? Maybe it's not what you were thinking. And once you really know what a patient is like what the patient's barrier is, you can much better help them get to a, a win-win situation where, you know, you as a dentist, you as the treatment coordinator, whoever, gets the gets the agreement from the patient, but also the patient feels heard. Uh, the person doesn't have to be necessarily a patient. And they also um, are a, we're able to understand so we can get to a place where we do move forward. So moving forward can only occur with true mutual understanding and that takes a little bit of time to dig for the real barrier. Number five, this is a really quick one. So this one is pay attention to your, 2023 is probably a good year given like we're kind of headed into this whole recession thing. It's not uh, looking great, honestly, for dentists or anyone, but especially bad if your credit card or your, you know, something that you have, you know, an automatic withdrawal on your statements is coming out and you're not realizing it. So paying attention to your MasterCard statements is number five. And it sounds silly, maybe, I don't know, or MasterCard, Visa, whatever you got. I don't care, whatever credit card or whatever automatic withdrawal that you have. But paying attention to your financial situation is always a good idea. And sometimes, you know, I canceled, for example, this, this, um, basically it was a contract I had with a company I had a virtual assistant and ever it had ended and it was really a you know it ended on not so great terms but it had ended I had an email confirming that it was over and they continued to bill my credit card like I think like three thousand dollars it wasn't even that much I paid initially but when it of course looked like it renewed they bumped it up and so I was being charged all this money monthly and I had to really fight to get out of it but if it hadn't been caught because my credit card statements were being looked at, then I'd still be paying that. And it's just like, it's just these like useless waste of, uh, you know, money that could have been happening to me. So if you haven't looked at your statements lately, be sure to do so. Okay. Number six is letting go. Now, oh my gosh, there's so many examples, but I'm just going to create an analogy that was painted for me. And I can't remember where I learned this. Oh, it was in one of my many self-help books. If you ever can't find me and we go together to Indigo, you find me in the self-help section, self-development, whatever you want to call it. Um, so in one of these books, I had an analogy painted for me or like an image painted for me of how to let go and how to really 
that can really serve you in a moment. It can serve you in a big decision. It can serve you in just like throughout the year in like tiny ways or big ways. So the key thing here, it's easy to say, let it go. And by the way, just so you know, um, there's a lot of songs out there titled, let it go. <laughs> Don't ask me. I was in my car. This is a side note. I was in my car and I was like, I want to listen to, you know, the frozen song, let it go. Okay, again, don't ask. Just wanted to hear that song. I was like, karaoke. There's so many titles for Let It Go. But anyway, maybe there's something to it because maybe it is a real thing that we should all learn to do. And a lot of people have written songs about it. That's a side note. Anyway, what I was going to say was that letting go helps you just live a better life. When we are held on to something, we are creating uh, we're frustrated or we're upset. It's only because something didn't go the way we thought it should go. And if we can let it go, don't break me into song, then we can, then there's no, then there's no stress. Stress only occurs when we just won't let go. So the analogy, what I was going to say, and I told this to, I was telling this to Penny the other day, I was like, you know, when, when you're really like unhappy and you just like, just, you're just like, why is this? Why is that? just picture this. Okay. So picture you, you're, you're at a, you know, tug of war and all the things, your problems, the person that's bugging you, the situation, whatever is at the other end. Right. And <laughs> it's sort of funny. I wish I could hear your answers, but if you're tugging and you're like, okay, like it's just not going my way. It's just not going my way. You're just pulling, you're pulling, you're pulling. And there's no way you're going to win. Like that entity is too big. It's out of your control. You cannot control it. Now you want to what? You want to make it go away. What is, you have two options. I mean, you could become really strong and pull it over and pull things your way, which is likely not going to happen. Or you can what? Let it go. Let the rope go. Everything goes flying. It goes further away than it was. And by not really wishing and wanting and just be at peace with what is. Like if you can just accept what is, I guess is the point here. Accept what is so that you can have a better life. Yes, maybe that person wins or maybe that situation is not like going to be, is not ideal right now, but I can assure you probably like a week, a year, a month from now, you don't even remember that that situation occurred, but look at all the stress it's causing you. So just picture yourself as a tug of war with whatever it is, the situation, and just like let the rope go. And it's, it's, it's ease. It's the way, it's the way to get through it. So now that's what I've been doing. And I did learn about that in 2022. Number seven, lack of preparation and compromising on treatment. Oh my God. I mean, how many years do I have to practice to get this? Please, please get this before you get to my number of years of practice. The night before is not the time to do a wax up, right? It's not, it's just not. However, have I done that? Yes, yes, I have. Have I gotten to the morning of the appointment and realized, damn, I should have had a plan. And I'm like, I'm all about like digital smile design. I'm all about that. You think I still sometimes it sometimes gets me. So we had this patient. I just think of this because I'm like, why didn't I have a plan? Why wasn't she DSD? Why wasn't she, you know, a wax up of some, some, how come, why did we get to the end of the appointment and she was unhappy? It's because I didn't have perfect, good, a good plan. I compromised on what I wanted to do 
She wanted to do only six teeth because why? Money. I let her do it. And now her canines look too big and her centrals look too big and they're not the way they looked five years ago. And she had dreamed of that. And I didn't, I was like, what? I broke every rule in the book. So just do not. And that, my friend, happened on the last day of practice of 2022. Yes, it did. No, wait, second last day. Yeah, no, the last day and then the last, the last, second last day and the last day we had like a team, you know, a team day. Uh, but I had to meet her at the end of the last day of 2022. I had to stay late actually because she could, she had to come in and I basically did make it better. She left yesterday, happy, hugged me, just was beyond happy. But I do put some of the blame, a lot of the blame on myself. And yes, of course, a patient can be very picky, can be very difficult. But we often have ourselves to blame because when she would come in, what typically would happen is I would find her overwhelming. So I think that is partly what happened. I find her a little overwhelming. So I would kind of run out of the room. I would kind of like run away from it. But if you're getting that kind of vibe or you're not planning because you're not liking the situation, then just don't do the case or Make sure you still have a plan because those are the cases that you most particularly need. And then compromising on the care, which is like, yeah, okay, I know, you you know, we'll, we'll just do six teeth. Well, I can't make the smile look the way she envisioned it with six teeth, right? And I, sh- I know that. I sh- I've ne- never usually bend on that. I'm either doing four teeth or eight or ten. I'm not doing six. Why did I do it with her? Don't know just found her overwhelming, just avoided it, put my head in the sand and hoped it would get better. Well, it got really bad and it was a very bad day at the office, I'm going to say. I've never had anybody that upset after I've done like hours of work. So that's it. That's number seven. Number eight, guys, seriously, are you getting older? I don't know about you, but I'm getting older. Older means stiff as a board, aches and pains, don't feel quite like I used to. Now, when I'm talking to somebody like Quincy, she's like, oh, you can't touch your toes? Yeah, no, I can't touch my toes without working at it. You're 24 something years old, right? Like, <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. I don't care how old you are. Make time for flexibility. It is not that hard. If you did five or 10 minutes a day to work on being flexible, you either not going to lose it because right now you're young and flexible. Good for you. I'm not jealous. Or you are old like me somewhat and now you you want to get it back. And you realize there's things you're not able to do. And when you watch your kids like dance around the the, the, the dojo and you're, you're for me it's at Taekwondo. I'm like, how do they do that? Oh my God. And I'm it's because, Peggy, you let your flexibility go. So... Practice flexibility. If anybody would like some, you know, links to some really good videos, because I'm all about like finding great videos to help assist me in my journey of flexibility. Um, I've really, it's really made a difference and I really want to share that. And I think everybody should maintain flexibility as they age. Number nine, make sure people who are in your life are actually adding to your life and not taking anything from you like draining you I mean everybody has to give a little bit of themselves I mean we all do that for our family our friends and that's okay but there should it should always be a win-win or you should be feeling fulfilled and not drained when you've 
repeatedly with a certain person uh, or group of people. So who you surround yourself, of course, is with is very important. And, you know, if you're finding that you're getting that feeling, there's any vibe, there's any sort of feeling that, you know, oh gosh, you kind of know how the day is going to go if you meet that person or you kind of know, you kind of don't feel, you kind of feel icky uh, after you've with someone. You know what? Do yourselves a favor. Like, kind of move away from that because that is in the long term really just hurting you and you're probably hurting them too because they're not getting a lot of the relationship either because if you're not your best self then how are they benefiting like being you know doing this isn't necessarily uh, it isn't wrong to be or feel like this is a selfish thing like this is this is a win, still a win-win and not we all change you know sometimes we are not the same people or the person that you once knew as really other things that happen in their life and it's really okay people are are to meant to come and go in our lives and so to, to be able to welcome new people in your life that will add to your life and benefit you uh, really can't happen if you're always spending time with the wrong people or the people that do drain you so you know it's okay what's the expression it was in a it was in a great song that i listened to is that to close to open a window, you have to close the door, something like that. It's the start of like a rap song or something. I don't know. Anyway, you get my point. Just try to recognize when you're feeling that way or those people are making you feel that way and find a way to open up new opportunities in your life and just, you know, just step back. You don't have to invite yourself to every party and every situation. And not everybody wants your help, to be honest. Uh, you may have great advice. But not everyone is ready for advice and help. So that's number nine. All right. So you knew I was going to save number 10. I mean, I had to have to do something. There's really a great way to think about this. If you enter a room and you're kind of like looking down, you don't look your best, do you think that many people are going to rush over to you and feel uplifted by you? No. So as a leader of your clinic, you could be an associate, you could be a doctor, you could be just, you know, another team member in the clinic. The more high vibe you are, the more good and high vibe people that will react to that. So that energy is going to be kind of bouncing back and forth. So no matter what I do experience, like maybe I did have a crappy morning, I really try to make my mornings really awesome, like really get high vibe. I'll tell you what, how in a second. But I come into the clinic, <laughs> Quincy's laughing. I come into the clinic really trying to be like super high. Like I want to be uh, energetic. I want to be funny. Like I came into the clinic this morning with, with arm weights on my arms. Again, this sort of gets back to like how I make my mornings high vibe. But I decided like wouldn't it be like really good for my arms if I – blow dried my hair with some arm weights so I was like you know what let's just add a little little work to my hair drying experience so when I came in I still had my wrist weights on my arms it's a true story but the point is is that in the morning do things for you like give yourself that time I do you know don't always get to like really do my hardest workouts in the morning I don't always have a lot of time but I I do make sure that I make that part of um my way of getting high vibes. So I just say, get high vibe, be, be high vibe and see how people react to that. Try this, see if you can, how high vibe you can get. Like put on really pump up music first thing in the morning. 
I either skip, walk, I'll do like weights, I'll do some different things, I'll play with my dog, I'll, oh, I do get some inspiration from Instagram, you'll find me there once in a while, um, just joking. Uh, you know, just different things to make sure you're coming to work, coming to your clinic with good energy, because that energy that you put out is going to uh, help others have good energy and it's going to come back to you better. And later you may not feel as good. At least you, you kind of set up your day for the, on the right foot. Uh, I really think that's so important. And there was actually, um, another colleague of mine, her name is, um, well, she's the dental boss lady. She's got the dental boss lady Academy. She has a podcast too. If you haven't listened to it, it's great. And I did tag her this week because she did a podcast, uh, just talking about like, you know, the season or the winter of, um, winter season of dentistry because we are going into a time in dentistry when it is a little challenge more challenging and unpredictable so do check out her podcast as well uh her episode and uh you know we really it we 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 reap what we sow and it happens on da it's daily deposits of that so depositing daily like a really good positive energy is going to really make a big difference um for your days and your months and then your whole team is going to respond to that so that is number 10 and i i probably think that's probably the most important thing you could do if you can change anything uh in 2023 thank you so much for listening i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to to listen to this podcast and again hopefully i inspired you in some way if you feel this was helpful or you have any colleagues that you think would really maybe enjoy some some of the content like this we're going to be here every week and i would so appreciate it if you would subscribe to my channel and also share this little discovery of this new podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you do want to reach me, you can certainly find me through my social media channels, Dr. Peggy Bound or Peggy Bound Dentistry, and or you can reach me on my email, peggy at smilesbybound.com.